Hello, hello, hello. You doing? <laughs> Not to rip off Girl. the intro. <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good too. Oh my gosh. How was your holidays? Oh my God. You know what? My holidays were actually very, very nice. And despite yep. the whole lockdown situation, um, yeah, like I had a great, a great holiday, um, kind of playing Santa myself. So it was pretty good. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, it was good. It was very chill. Um, pretty low key. I was lucky enough to be able to share, um, safely, you know, share some of my my cooking and my and my my good good cook food with my family which they were very mm-hmm. grateful for. Um, it was also the, I guess, technically the second time having the mister around, like, my family. But then mm. he had some of his family there, too. So it was, like, it was, like, family all meeting and meeting and whatnot. So it, it was, Aww. there was that weird but different interaction kind of situation. Um, but what I'm most, the most proud of that I'm bragging to everybody from the rooftops this year, I made sorrel. Have you had it? Yes, I've had sorrel. I actually did have some on the weekend too. Yes, which girl. Which was pretty good. I, this was my first year ever making sorrel. And I don't know about you, but like, I always feel like certain recipes, especially when they're like cultural I don't know if it's because we're first generation, um, first generation and coming to the, like coming to Canada or whatnot, but like, I don't know. I was never taught how to make sorrel, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was always something my mom made or something like a family member made. You had it, you enjoyed it, called it a day. So I made it for the first time. Girl, I slayed. I slayed. <laughs> my own mother. My own mother told me that my sorrel was better than hers. I never thought I'd hear the words. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I'm glad, girl. I'm gonna have to come over and get some of this then. Girl, it's it's that good. It's that <laughs> good. Like, wow. Fire. Bottle, it. bottle it and start Pardon? a business, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should put a little rum in it, you know, ship it out, but. <laughs> Not sorrel, not sorry, or whatever. Hey, okay. <laughs> I love it. Trademarked uh, December twenty eighth at seven forty p.m. Okay, right. <laughs> but it. let's get to let's get to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, and the turkey and turkey dinner of this episode, <laughs> or chicken dinner. The turkey dinner. <laughs> The, the meat and potatoes, the, the sorrel of, of the episode. Yeah. Um, my question for you is, how much or how little do you value friendships? And it's like a few, it's a few parter. Like, so how little or how much do you value friendships? Um, do you remember when you made your first friend and what is your oldest friendship that you have? 
Ooh, okay. Um, okay, so I'll start with how much or how little. Um, I definitely yeah. do value friendships. For me, I, I always have valued friendships. I'll definitely say I valued it a lot more when I was younger than I do now. Um, mm-hmm. For obvious, well, not necessarily obvious reasons, but for various reasons. Like when I was younger, like I had my bestie. And I've always kind of had compartmentalized friends. So I'll have like my church friends, my my home friends, my school friends. And I was never really one to like mix my friends, but I enjoyed having an individual connection with my friends from whichever realm that I met them. And I definitely right. did grow up though at home from like my home life. I did have, you know, uh, a group of friends from home because like that lived in the same area in the neighborhood and so that was really fun I don't I don't remember making my first friend at all but um I'm actually trying to think of that I, I'm too damn friendly so I cannot remember making my first friend <laughs> way too damn friendly I was when I was young so oh I I would definitely had to be somebody in that neighborhood I grew up in so Okay. I definitely, I know, okay. I cannot, I can't remember who it was, but um, I do remember being given my first like toy from a friend, and thinking like, oh my gosh, you gave this gift to me! Like, are you sure you're giving this to me? And it was like some girl that lived on a farm and she had horses. Oh and she God. just she had this cute little like yeah it was like an electronic digital like um makeup toy where where it had like a face and you could press different buttons and it would make make the eyes make the nose make the mouth and put it was just this really cool toy it, it was like magic to me back then the electronics were not as advanced as they, as they are now so anyway so that that girl was like my first like oh my gosh like this person actually likes me as a friend, you know, because <laughs> I thought she would just yeah. give it to one of her, to be honest, I thought she would give it to one of her like white friends. And I was shocked that like, she chose me to give her toy to and I'm like, Oh, like, okay. I didn't know, you know, anyways, it was cute. But um, so yeah, I felt so special because I never, you know, to be given stuff from a friend at school, I was never, I was like always the only black child in my class. You know, so yeah. I was never yeah. really the one chosen for everything by by everyone. So that was like a really cute little moment. But anyway, um, so growing up though, like I definitely um, things changed. Things changed. Like going throughout high school, like my your friends change, and you realize that like you know not every friend you made is going to be your, your friend throughout your the rest of your life. Um, and I did have a best friend through that time. Um, but as we got older, like we just grew, grew apart and went our separate ways. And I will say like my views on friendship now have changed so much because I just realized that like, I'm not, well, in my opinion, life is not about just having a bunch of friends and, you know, being, you know, being the life of, of, of whatever, every circle you have and always trying to maintain friendships and keep up with that. Like, I just realized like, as you get older, life is just about maintaining your own lifestyle and getting shit done. And we're all on our linear journeys. And as much as I love having friends and it's great, I'm not, I, I don't look for life through those friendships. I'm more like, let me just get what, you know, have my goals cross off my goals. And if I have understanding good friends along the way, I'm, I'm blessed and happy for it. I've, I definitely went through a period where I, well, out of my life where I just realized, 
down the same path or you just don't have um, similar interests or like you just I find that some people were just life energy suckers and I just couldn't take it anymore I just realized like I'm 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 such a, a welcoming and open person for for different types of people I didn't judge I you know I but like at a certain point in your life you have to start judging and you have to realize like where where's everyone's life going no seriously girl like you got to realize where's everyone's life going what what are what's people's patterns like what what are they trying to what is this is this friendship serving me or is it draining you know or yeah. is it not is it is it dimming my light or is it feeding my light you know so i definitely changed in those aspects and well i've been great ever since amen <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I, I can't even remember the last part. What was the last part of, of that? Um, Your longest friendship. My longest friendship mm, that I currently have. Yeah. Um, my longest friendship I currently have. To be honest, I don't even know at this point. Girl, I've been nipping, clipping, snipping, <laughs> snipping all over roots here, left, right. Okay. My longest. Okay, well, yeah, we we've been friends since post secondary. Do you have any friends that you're still friends with? I guess from high school. That I I'm thinking about. I to be honest, I think all my friends that I actually talk to right now are from post secondary. Wow, they all are. Yeah, yeah, friends from high school. And I I used to have friends from, like, back in when I was, like, 10, 11. And I had to keep it moving from. So, actually, oh, my God, my longest friend is from when I was, I think, 12 or 13. Okay. Yeah, actually, wow. Yeah, we were actually, yeah. You realize how long that is, right? (laughs) Just like, wow. Yeah, that is a long time. I was, I was roughly, yeah, I think I was roughly 13 and yeah, yeah, that, that, that is exactly it. I remember now and, um, we actually need to catch up. We were supposed to go out uh, a little while back, but we just didn't line up, but, um, oh my God, I just, I just realized that right now. I'm like, yeah, that's, we have been actually friends a long time, but that just shows you how much I am just not tuned into the friend realm like I'm busy I got things to do like stuff is busy in my life especially when you have kids too you realize that like people are on different conveyor belts in life some people's are going really quick some people's conveyor belts are going slow some people's are going medium my treadmill is on friggin super zap speed right now so (laughs) I'm not I'm just busy 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 but um yeah like it is nice to check in with friends every now and again and thanks to social media, I've, I've been able to, you know, like with WhatsApp and Facebook, although I'm not really active on Facebook, but mainly WhatsApp, I get to talk to like my friends overseas and stuff. So, so that's been really convenient. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. Tell me you, tell me your stuff, girl. Um, oof, I mean, I'm just trying to think. So I guess in terms of how I feel about friendships, like... I do value my friendships. Sometimes I question whether or not like I'm a good enough friend just in the realm of understanding now as it like an adult, how much shit we go through, like just personally. 
and you know sometimes you'll catch up with a friend and you'll be and they'll say like oh yeah you know i went through a b and c and you're like oh my gosh like how come you never said anything and then it kind of leaves that question mark like am i a shitty friend like you couldn't couldn't talk to me or like what you know what's happening or whatever um but aside from that i would have to say like my oldest friendship Ooh, my oldest friendship was long, long <laughs> as hell. No, seriously, like, um, my first friendship that I remember, it was this girl in kindergarten, and, like, we're, I wouldn't say we're friends now, but we're definitely cordial. Like, if we were to run each to each other in person, we'd probably have, like, a great conversation, like, She's cool with my family. I'm cool with her family. Like, that's the kind of level of closeness we used to have. Um, But my oldest actual friend um, is one of my guy friends. And him and I have been friends since kindergarten. Since literally, like, junior kindergarten. That's cute. And you guys maintained contact? Yeah, like, we're not, we don't, we don't talk every day. But, like, we'll message each other here and there when, like, there's, you know, notable family events and stuff. Like, him and his mama are always at our house, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he, like, like he's like a family friend. That's how close we are. That's nice. That's really Yeah, nice. so, so he's, he's definitely one of my oldest, like, I can easily say he's definitely, like, my oldest friend. Mm-hmm. It's funny, I do have, like, a a brother friend kind of like that, Mm -hmm. but um, who had, like, gone away for school and stuff, and we actually, we bumped into each other in the same town, like, this summer, which was really crazy, because I thought the guy had, like, ran Mm -hmm. off and went, did baseball and stuff, and, like, kind of saw me and my mom and with my kids in the field and was like, hey, mom, screaming mom to my mom. I was like, who is this guy? Like, who is that? And then I had to remind <laughs> the guy that, yeah, like when we were young, we used to go stand at the bus stop together because we lived in the same neighborhood and we both went to the same right. uh, French immersion school. So it was really funny. But so he's kind of like an old friend, but we haven't maintained contact like that, like as close. So that's okay. why I mentioned. But I know those ones when you have friends from way back. Really nice. Keep going, though. I want to hear your... Um, um, like what you see like and there was another part of it your longest friendship you gave and then there was um... Um, there was the longest friendship and then oh girl I don't even remember what the last one was <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh my memory sucks I mean I guess, like, I don't know. Like, when it comes to friends, because you were talking about people you, 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 you know, snip, cut, whatever. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I definitely, I've definitely had friends that have had to snip, cut, and stuff like that. But, like, the reason why I was even asking those questions was to, um, when did you realize, was, like, for this follow-up question, was when did you realize that being friends with somebody and having a friendship is a type of relationship. Hmm. Because most people, yeah, because most people use the word 
relationship when it comes to like a partner mm -hmm. that you're dating that you're intimate with um that you share children with like that kind of stuff but nobody ever really talks about the fact that like when you have a friendship with somebody, that is a relationship with somebody. It's just a platonic relationship. Right, right. I don't consider a relationship. For me, when it starts a relationship, I'm like, nip, snip, cut, the the scissors, like. <laughs> <laughs> but why though? Why? For me, it's like, I see friendship as it, it, I don't even see it as a relationship. It is. No, it technically, it really is. But when I feel like, when I feel like I have a friend who thinks that they are owed my time, that's where I'm like, this is too much, you know, I see it as like me growing up. I used to have this one friend who me and her would talk like we'll talk and maybe we'll go out on the weekend and we'll spend a whole week together and like, you know, going to each other's house. And then I, I, we don't hear from each other for like a month, two months, you know, or she'll move or whatever. But the next time we hear from each other, it's like right. yesterday, you know, it's like nothing ever happened. We would drop off the earth. Like there was like a good half a year where I didn't even get a phone call and I, I didn't know her number and <laughs> all kinds of shit. But like, I'm so chill that I'm like, whatever. Okay. You know, I didn't care. But the moment we, yeah. we would like bump into each other at the mall or something, oh, we exchange numbers. We're back. You know, we, we get back like it was just yesterday we were chilling, you know? So that friend right. and I, like, we really clicked. Things were good, whatever. We would hang out. And then I would have these other, this other friend who it was like, if I didn't answer the call or whatever, I missed the call or we didn't talk for a few days. It's like, hey, you, know, you didn't call me back or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, for me, I'm not like that. Like, I just, I assume you're busy. I assume that you have other things going on. And I just assume that, okay, if like, I, I understand the code. I don't even want to call it the code of blackness, but I'll call you back. Means, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you in a week to three days to a week. You know what I mean? I assume that that's what that means. I'll call you back. could mean, I'll call you back now. It means maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, maybe next month. So I'm never right like you know? at least eight to ten business days thank you right and, and that's <laughs> you know it's amazon prime okay <laughs> but right. yeah but so so i just assume that so for me it's like just assume i'm busy whatever like i'm not and i've never kind of been that type of needy friend so i don't that's when i'm like okay this is not a relationship it's it's just uh a kinship that's it just Right. We're, we're good. We're two people who, who are cool, whatever. Like maybe we're close. Maybe we talk a lot. Maybe we don't, but it's not like keeping tabs. Like I've never been like that, you know, but, um, mm -hmm. that's just how I am now. But then again, you're speaking to the 30 year old me when I was in my twenties, like I, I literally had a wife. So <laughs> oh, that was another story. That was another story. Like I, Bati and bench, you know, literally a bati and bench bestie. So that was a different story. Yeah. But now in my 30s, I'm just like, I am way too busy for this ish. Like, literally, if I get time that's, that's and after having kids, like, boo boo. If I get time to be on the phone, like, let's rejoice. This is time to rejoice. You know. So never mind. <laughs> complain about I didn't hear from you or whatever. You know. So that's how I feel now. Well, okay. well, okay. Here's the thing. 
I I do consider, I guess, um, I'm trying to think how old was I when I actually considered them relationships. I mean, maybe when I was, like, in my mid-20s mm-hmm. is when I actually considered, like, friendships with people, certain people, like, relationships. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, you know, you grow up knowing that, like, not everybody is your friend. And you have those car- compartmentalized type of friend groups like oh this is a friend that I go out partying with that's the friend that I day drink with that's the friend that I hoe with that's the friend I go to church with that's the like you know you have certain certain friends and like you said earlier certain friends don't mix and mingle mm-hmm. but as I got I don't know I feel like as I got older um and I tend I guess I tended to value certain relationships more than others um, that co-mingling kind of started for me in the sense of like, you know, I may have a friend that I'll bring around other friends or if I'm inviting, um, if I'm having a party and I want all my friends to come to my party, I'm, I'm actually particular of which friends I want to be there because of the type of quote unquote friend category they mm-hmm. are. And I don't know if it was a maturing aspect or what it was, but I came to a point when I started pruning friends of realizing, like, I want friends that no matter what situation we're in, I can have you around certain, like, I don't want to say anybody, but practically you anybody. mix and mingle. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, and I guess that's more when I started realizing, like, who's really an actual friend for me versus who's just there for the for the good time, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I want to know like hey, if I can bring you around my family if push comes to shove and I don't feel embarrassed by having you around my fa- my family. Or I can bring you around my man and I'm not feeling embarrassed by having you around my man. Or I can bring you around my other group of friends who are more career oriented than party oriented and they still can fuck with me and fuck with you. Right. You know that nobody feels awkward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that nobody feels awkward nobody feels like they're in an uncomfortable situation um but then i also realized that's more just kind of like looking for people who share common values and common interests as me right right you know you know like i don't know like certain friends Certain friends I don't talk to every day. Like, we'll message each other, we'll hit each other up, whatever. But, like, literally, like, there's only... Literally, I could say right now, there's two friends that I talk to every day, and you're one of them. (laughs) Like, like, I think maybe at the most, at this point in life, maybe a few days will pass where we don't hear from each other, but we'll still send even a little text to say, like, you're good? You're good? Okay, good. (laughs) And then... When yeah. we're ready to talk, like we'll talk, yeah, you know. No, but um, yeah. But I, I also feel like it's also because we both get each other, in the sense that, like, when we're talking, we're catching up, we're you know, spilling a little tea, having a little chit chat, whatever. But like, when you have to go, you go. When I have to go, I go. Nobody's waiting on the phone. Right. Like, oh my god, when are they gonna and call no back? Yeah, like, no one's crying about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> no one's crying. But then again, I've I've also had the opposite in the sense of like, I'll have a friend who will expect me to call them every day. Like, for example, like how I call you. Mm-hmm. 
but then but then won't call me that's too much that is way too much you know like the won't call me and then will call me a bad friend because i don't call them but but like and i'm just like what's going on (laughs) (laughs) what's happening what twilight zone is going on here like how they want a groupie i don't know i guess But but this is why I'm talking about like certain friendship like friendships are relationships because you're building relationships with with people right, exactly with people period you don't have to fuck them to be in a relationship with them it's just a platonic relationship type of relationship right and right and it's like if you really get somebody you'll understand their feelings movements mannerisms things like that like for example. If I don't call you at a certain point in the day, you usually call me. Right. Because you'll be like, oh, hey, just checking in. I didn't hear from you, but I'm calling you, you know, like. And like, I may get at your call. I may get your message. But either way, it's like we both know there's like a certain point. There's, there's a reciprocation to our communication. Right, right. Like. And that's what I like about it. It's like, it's whatever. You know what I mean? It's like either we, yeah, we call yeah. to chat about something. If there's nothing to talk about, we, we're, we'll, we chill for a day, whatever. Or we call back for the next day. <laughs> and we're talking about shit to do on top of that. You know what I mean? Like we have our podcast, yeah. we plan yeah. things out. Like I just used to have friends that just wanted to be on the phone just for literally just for like for eternity and I, I couldn't take it you know and for, for, for the company right girl, I have people that do that now I have people girl, that do that now get scissors you, out girl I'm just kidding they just want the company sometimes I'll give it to them sometimes I'll give it to them sometimes I won't but like the, but the difference why I can I can tolerate that is because the level of that relationship is so strong and it's reciprocal right. That I can I can indulge you in that. Right, right. For me, girl, I'm, I can indulge you in that. I'm just like looking at my house, like I got I got ish to do, like you know. Some days it's like you know, some, no, I, but I, I get it though, because some days you just want to talk to your girl, you want to catch up. But it's like if you have two, three, four, five friends like that, it can easily become your whole yeah. freaking yeah. day, like. You, and I used to have True. multiple True. multiple friends like that, and I'm like, I can't, I can't keep up. I can't do it. Like I, I love. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, like, I, don't yeah. Like, I love having friends. It's great, but it's just I, I'm just seeing now, especially in my big, big age, as you'll say, <laughs> that like <laughs> time is so precious, and it's and it's just so hard to spread yourself so thin. Because before, I used to love spreading myself thin for friends, and I love to just be try to be there for everybody. And then I noticed when I was down and going through my own stuff, people couldn't the same friends that I would be there for couldn't even recognize a change in me that I was going through something, you know, yep. but they were u- so used to having yep. me, you know, pat their back and, you know, you know, fix their wounds and whatever. But when it was my turn and I actually finally went through the thing when I was just a super, super positive person, almost, you know, I, you know, I was rubber against, against negative, like it just bounced off of me. But when I finally went through my own stuff, it was like, where is everybody, you know? And only a few yeah, real friends yeah, yeah. really had my back the way I needed a friend to have my back. So 
that just really opened my eyes. And, and now I feel so much better with the tribe, if you want to call it, that I have now. Because now I just, I yeah. know oh, yeah. if I pick up the phone to any of these girls, I feel good, you know? And I feel like, okay, I can trust this person. You know, all the friends I have now. I could say that about every single one. I can pick up the phone. And after that conversation, I might not like what I hear, but I know it's real tea and it's the truth, <laughs> you know? And that it's in my best interest to hear. You know, so that's what I love. Fair enough. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm very privileged to be part of that circle. That makes me feel really good to know. And it's true, though, girl. If you called me right now and you're like, girl, A, B, and C, I'd be like, do you need me to pull up? Like, just tell me. Just tell me and I'll Definitely. be there. Definitely. And, and you know... And especially when you have friends, this is one thing too, like, and I don't want friends that like blow smoke up my ass. Like, I don't want to be that girl walking down the street with freaking my weave track is hanging down or something. You know what I mean? And then people are like, oh no, you look great. Things are good or blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah. I can't. can't Oh yeah. A thousand percent. And I've I've been a thousand percent Mm -hmm. girl. Cause I'm the type of girl that like, when I see, okay. When I see a girl, like stranger on the street, don't know her from nowhere, okay? And I see her with her track showing, mm-hmm. I literally look and I'm like, your friends don't like you. And I get mad <laughs> because like, no, I'm serious, girl. I will go to her and I'll be like, I didn't want to say anything, but like your, your one track showing at the back, like try to pull it. She's like, oh, okay, thank you, thank you. Because like, thankfully, I've had I've had that moment happen to me. Mm-hmm. And like I appreciate that black girl camaraderie in the sense that if if something's looking a little a little, a little sus, a little weird, yeah. a little left, you, you know, um, that that somebody will actually say something or do something. And I appreciate that, but not everybody right. has that, you know? And and like I think it's so important, like how you said with your tribe, like I know, girl, if I I, I, I like to call it my circle. I have a I literally have a circle of I want to say five to six girls mm-hmm. that literally I could call at any well one's questionable but at any point and say like look this went down I need you to have my back well without question like without question without hesitation. Maybe a little maneuveration because we're all adults and some people have kids and logistics, you know, life is real. But in the sense of having that support, if I knew when I needed support, they would be there instantly mm-hmm. to support me. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And that and 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 it as I got older, I realized like how important it is to have those strong bonds because like even the mm-hmm. energy Oh my God. When you're around people who don't give a shit about you, who don't have your best intentions for you, who don't care about you, that energy when you're going out, when you're doing anything is so gross. No, it's true. It's true. And it's like, it's so gross. And like, and just, and one thing I definitely realized as just with aging as well you know people will tell you oh don't hang out with bad friends like my mom would always say that to me and my older sisters don't hang out with bad friends don't hang out with bad friends and like certain ones my friends they wouldn't like and and I think to myself you know it's so judgmental you know I I used to think why not hang out with this person just because you don't like this person so 
I, I like to think of myself as yeah, no, no, I'm the I'm the mother Teresa. I I accept people as they are. I'm not judgmental. I you know, no 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 no. That used to be my my that even if I'm not gonna judge you because everyone else is judging you, right? But what I come to realize right. now in my age, because I will definitely be telling my kids, don't hang out with certain, certain friends. Don't hang out. I will be, t- you know what I mean? I will definitely be saying that to my children, my nieces, nephews, et cetera, et cetera. Because what I realize is it's not about you doing what those people are doing. Because I didn't do the certain stuff, you know, these bad friends were doing, you know, yeah. necessarily. Yeah. But it's about what yeah. you're not doing. Because those same friends, they might not be pushing you to be your best self. You know, let's say you're hanging out with friends that are just, you know, partying, drinking all the time, blah, blah, blah. Even if you're not partying and you're not drinking, these are still not friends that are all going to law school and encouraging you then with that crowd, hey, maybe law school or or starting a business or, you know, these friends that are all, you know, doing better things with their life. Maybe they're going to, to math competitions or whatever the hell. It's about where what, yeah. they're not pushing you to spread yeah. your wings in in the in the right direction, you know. So, well, bro, because I I was about to say because you don't even know like, but maybe behind the scenes, like their family's cool and comfortable, and you're not, or vice versa, and you know, you're like because there's definitely been friends who have buried themselves in debt trying to keep up with all the other friends, not not knowing that all the other friends have their money made, have their money set. But they're just telling you, oh, just come. It'll be fine. Just come. Not knowing how you're going to, like, you know, feed yourself Mm -hmm. the next week. Exactly. And that's exactly it. You don't know people's situations. And just more importantly, you have to start seeing yourself as an individual as early as possible. So in high school, a lot of times your self-esteem is dependent on the people you're around. You know, so you feel great. You know, you got a lot of friends. The less friends you have, the less, you know, confidence you have about yourself or whatever it is, right? But you, go, if you start right. seeing yourself as an individual and not as part of the crowd or part of the mass and just start planning you, what you want for yourself. So I'm an individual, you know, I want to go to um, computer software school someday. I want to be, you know, a computer engineer or whatever it is. Start seeing, start building that path for yourself yeah. from now of what your friends are doing forget their advice forget la, 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 la. find ways to you know start that journey as an individual plan where you're going to be plan where you want to go to university think as an individual and not as um, a piece of the crowd because the crowd is never going to take you where you want to go you know the crowd's going to take you where all these masses are going to go and the majority of people end up in massive debt or whatever dropped out of their program or dropped out of high school whatever it is you know a lot of these masses end up the quicker you see yourself as an individual, the better. Well, I was, well, was going to say the real tea is if you see yourself as an individual and you know you want to do something that's against the grain or not what everybody else is doing or are uh, different from the status quo or whatever, even if it is the same thing everyone else wants to do, a real friend will support you no matter what. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you're that one nerd in the group that wants to do computer sciences if your friends are really your friends your friends will be like hell yeah definitely do that like you know we support you it's true but my point is don't be dependent on that encouragement to decide whether you go 
after that dream. Oh, absolutely. But for sure. Like I, that communal, that acceptance should be there no matter what. For sure. For sure. And right. so do you have friends that, how are you when giving your friends bad news? <laughs> Yeah, how do you feel or how do you go about it? Like, let's say your friend tells you, you know, hey, I'm dating this guy, but no, 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 no. You know, he treats me bad or whatever, something you don't like, blah, 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 or something like that. Or you see your friend's man out with the next woman. What do you do? Ooh, mix up. It's funny because I was going to ask you a question relating to that, but, um, I would have to say, if I have to deliver my friend bad news, depending on what the news is, I'm just like, first of all, if if I'm accusing a man, because people know being being digmatized is real. So unless I have receipts for that claim, I'm going to be very careful with how I make that claim. Um, but in terms of general bad news, like, I don't know, like, let's say they told me they, they lost their job or something happened or whatever like you know I would obviously try to console them be their best friend be like look I know you're not gonna want to hear this but a b and c if I had to do with like a partner I'd be like okay look I'm gonna tell you this because I care about you and I would want somebody to tell me this is that on this day at this time like i would if i didn't have the receipts girl i would have to be like a a stenographer (laughs) like i would have to be like on this day on this time when the sun was in this position (laughs) in the sky at this address yes yes the wind was blowing (laughs) in the southeast direction um, you know, I was walking on cobblestone. It was partially yeah. sunny. The metric pressure was 101.3. This... <laughs> right? Exactly. There was like a, a 3% <laughs> chance of snow. And I saw at this building, at this location, this type of thing go down. Now, I would, mind you, if I saw it, I, I think personally myself, if I saw it and they, this person didn't see me, I would do some on the Lolo recon. I would try to I would try to film something. I'm I may be as bold enough to quote unquote accidentally bump into the person mm-hmm. at the location. Like, you know, do some recon, try to take some 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 photos from the background and then be like, "Oh my god, so and so. Nice seeing you here. Oh my gosh. Hey, who's who's your friend? Blah blah blah. Nice to meet you. Okay. Blah blah. blah. We'll talk. Okay. Bye. And just and it's leave so funny it. because this actually just just to make yeah. sure it's the person because because I will tell you I will tell you a mini story. A mini story is I had um I had recently broke um a boyfriend and I recently broke up. And it was still, it was still fresh. So I was still a little hurt. I was still, you know, in my feelings, whatever. And I, I was talking to somebody who wasn't a friend who liked to pretend that they were a friend. And, um, when I was kind of divulging that information, like, oh, you know, this happened. I'm kind of bummed about it. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. They started saying, um, Oh well, I didn't want to say this, but um, when a friend says I don't want to say this, but they shouldn't have said it, right? But 
right? They're like, oh, I didn't want to say this, but um, when when um, I was downtown one day and I saw your ex and and they were walking around downtown with another girl and I don't know, but they kind of looked like they were doing they were a thing and blah 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 blah. And this was right after we broke up, so I'm thinking like, what was this person? playing me what they're cheating on me blah, right. blah blah you know whatever so i forget what happened but um i forget what at what point of time this was but like we had i i had actually gotten a chance to confront him and be like um were you were you doing this on this day with blah 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 and he was like oh my god no like i was like and he he, he gave me a very um I guess a very believable mm-hmm. alibi to be like, no, on that day, like I think he said he was working or whatever it was. It was a very credible alibi. Like he was like, no, like that so didn't happen. So I'm assuming it was it was um false information because like once I kind of was processing it in my mind, I was just like, wait, this person's only met my man once. So like how would she recognize him and right. remember that it was him? Like, where is the receipts? Where is this? Where is that? And it just, you know, made the person look super sus. And then I realized they were just trying to cause drama for me, which is, you know, not nice. So I was going to say, I have another story too. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But finish up up if you had another thought. Okay. Another thought coming. Oh, okay. So my question, it's a question to bounce off of your question. You can tell me your story and answer this question mm-hmm. in the same time if you want to. My question was, have you ever, because you talked about your mom saying that your friends are bad or your friends suck. Have you ever had a significant other tell you that your friends suck? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, actually, yes, I have. I have had people in my life say, um, like a specific thing. And were they right? And to be honest, yes. Yes, they were right. Yes, yes. And to be, yeah, it was sad. It's it's a a sad story. But like when you have friends that go way back, sometimes you you just kind of accept them as they are because you're like, oh, we've known each other for so long and you make excuses and stuff. So I have had friends from way back that I, I just loved, loved and like even when their life was going down a path and, and they're doing certain things and, and they're having experiences that are like, it was, it got to the point where my heart was broken for the person, you know, what they're going through and you, um, you want to yeah. see them make better choices. And then you realize, you know, I can't, I can't live their life for them. And I, and I also can't sit on the sidelines and hear these stories anymore. You know, it's it, to the point where it's like my life as well. I have, I'm going through my own shit. I've got, you know, the schedule and I'm dealing with my own, you know, ups and downs. So it's like, you can only take so much of watching another, like a train wreck happen, you know, ahead in front of you that's been going on for how many years or whatever. So it's like, yeah. So I had to, I had to realize it, you know, and it, it wasn't until I started that like really standing back and looking at you know what relationships I wanted were actually very you know in my life and like I said brightening my fire and what was not brightening you know what was dimming my light that I realized okay you know I have to make these changes you know so so yeah so I have had a significant other 
um, you know, look at certain ones of my friends, like, hmm, you know, and, and it, it was sad because it wasn't just a significant other, it was like other family members as well, like, hmm, you know, and I was like, damn, you know, damn, yeah. like, <laughs> so yeah, and what kills me that? Yeah, you know, and they didn't, they, they, but with, you know, they were a lot more vocal, let me say, but, um, and it was true. But okay. It doesn't answer my my story was was back on to what we we're talking about though because you gave that story of the, the cheating. Mine was yes. the other way around. Okay. Yeah. So I'm working at a clothing store, and I am minding my business, you know, fixing racks, and I see some guy come in with a girl and minding their business. I'm minding my business. To be honest, it was my job to even go up to them and be like, "Hi, do you need help?" But at this time, I was busy. But I notice, I, I look over and I notice the guy look at me and his eyeballs pop out of his head. And I'm like, okay, this guy's got big eyes. Okay, I'm like living my life. Change. And then every time I look over, he's looking at me and kind of flinching. He kind of flinched. And I'm thinking, what the hell is going on? So I bring it and I'm wondering like, why is this person acting weird? But I, girl, I'm minding my business. Okay, I keep going, mind my business. Then they come up to the cash register and the girl buys yes, clothes, right? And the guy is like looking at me awkward again. And he looks like he's in pain. Like I'm hurting him looking at me. I, I'm wondering what the f I'm, I'm ignoring it. Girl, tell me <laughs> why I put two and two together after. And I remember, I'm like, this looks like my girl's man. Okay. Yes. Uh, mm. It was one of my girlfriend's. And I and, and the no, thing is, no, I no. had never properly been introduced to him um, at the time. So, it, girl, it was okay. awkward. But I had seen him around before, okay? Because before they were even dating. Whatever. I had already seen the guy around. So, I it, it got so awkward. I told her. And, and it's funny because I already asked you, would you tell? And I was going to ask, what are, I was thinking, hmm, would I tell? But I already did tell. I told but this is the thing. Yeah, this is the thing, though. <laughs> so she had shown me a, another picture of the guy from the side, though, a side profile. And I'm like, okay, I cannot 100% say it's him from, from this particular picture. I needed another photo. Like, I need a straight-on face photo. Or I need to just buck up with the guy in person. Because then I could tell you, was this the person I saw? You know what I mean? So because of that picture, I, she's like, what do you right. mean? What do you mean you can't tell from this? And she was kind of raged because like, obviously it's, it's questioning the, you know, the, you know, uh, loyalty of her man. She, right. The integrity and of the person. Her the pride too. Person, like her man, sure. like, is, am, like, am I getting cheated on or not? Like, tell me what, you know, she really wanted to know. I, I understood her, you know, urgency, but I'm like, I cannot tell from this picture. <laughs> And then I feel like another one of our friends was there at the time was like, yeah, give her a break because this is some like chaka chaka side profile. Like she'll never be able to tell you, you know? So from that on, I don't think, I don't think, I think she kind of, it caused a little rift or whatever, but I don't think she left the guy, but it showed me that damn, unless I have the full okay. receipts, like I'm not even, I'm not getting involved. I am not getting involved because as women, we, a we want to believe yep. our men. We don't. We don't want to feel disrespected. And B, it's just not even worth getting caught up in. I'm like, next time, I'm not even gonna get involved, unless. And I've even had another situation where someone's a man, like 
hit on me at a party. Okay, someone man who I, now I was not friends with nice. this girl, but I knew her, um, and I liked her. She was such a sweet girl, and it was commonly known who she was dating at the time. So I'm at a party with my friend, and this guy comes up to me, this little short man. I'm thinking, is this short man gonna come hit on me? And he's like, Hey, my friend over there wants to talk to you. I look over. And I'm like, okay, you must have never recognized me at school because I know your woman. Like I, I, you know, I'm not friends with her, but I already, everybody knows who you're dating. And so clearly you never see me in the hallways. And I went and told a mutual friend of me and the girl. I'm like, oh yeah, her boyfriend hit on me at this party, you know? So I said, you know, go tell her. Cause I actually right. really like the girl. So sweet. Um, but even cause she was a year younger than me and I just, I remembered her like being on the same like school bus and stuff. And I'm like, oh, she's a genuinely nice girl. I just always pleasant, never really got to know her deep. But anyway, so I tell this mutual friend who tells her and the next time I bumped into the mutual friend, I'm like, oh, so what happened? Yeah. Like what came of that? He's like, oh no, the guy told her that it was the friend that was trying to talk to you, not him. Yeah, that's why that's why he sent the friend. For once you said Thank that, you. girl, I already I'm knew like, what the what? play was. I'm like, so this little short man came over to me to tell me, you know, my friend over there wants me to be introduced to you. Like, is that what really happened? Is that what you're trying to tell me what happened? Like, no, of course, but girl, he knew. He knew that, um, what should we call it? He knew that. He was going to get called out if he came up to you because so many people know who he's dating and know who he is. That if he went up to you and said like, hey, you know, what's You're good? Right. Can I get your number? It would it would obviously look sus to him. So he the said the friend has the has the the, the um the and you're right, you're right. Cause he he was doing that to cover for everybody else in the room. But I I just kind of thought that was like a, a cowardly move. Cause I'm like, why would you even have your friend come up? Like, you know, it's it is a cowardly move. It but is. in the end, it showed me though that you it did is. still have a girlfriend then, you know, because some I feel like some guys will do that if they're just shy. I feel, but I feel like not black men though. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like a real man. I, I always feel like a real man will just come yeah. up to you himself. That, that's really my opinion about it. Like, I, I don't want to say real man because I don't even like using that terminology. But I feel like a genuine guy who genuinely wants to get. Yeah. And, and, a and more just confident a man. genuine man. Like you have nothing to hide, you know. So it already showed me something. Had this guy come up and, and this. and it, I just felt more bad for her because I did realize I'm like, OK. You yeah. know what? She's young as well. And I've been there too, you know, being young and you don't want, or you just, or you want things to work out. And I'm sure it's not the first time. Maybe he's been cheating on her multiple times. And I think I did find out that too, that it wasn't the first time something like that happened. So you just, you know, when you're young, you don't want to end the relationship where you feel like the guy, you know? So I was like, ah, but I felt, I felt yeah. away though. I was like, damn, I feel dry. Yeah. <laughs> I went and told the truth. I told the truth that I feel dry now. I'm like, damn, I should have kept my mouth shut. Anyway. Well, no, that's what they want you to do. They want you to keep your keep your mouth mm -hmm. shut while he does his dirt. You know? And then and then that way he can still keep doing what he's doing and get away with it because nobody's telling, you know, yeah, nobody's exactly. telling him otherwise. That is funny though. But um it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. 
I was going to say, it didn't no, have no, to do finish with, your that thought. I do with your, uh, your last question. <laughs> so funny. It's still mix up, girl. But okay. Because, like, I've definitely, I've had boyfriends who are like, who, who have never necessarily said I had a bad friend, but that, like, definitely that my friends mm-hmm. suck. Um, or that, like, oh, your friends are immature or your friends are this. But, like, in retrospect, I'm just like, but you were older than me. What do you expect? Of course, my kids, my, my kids, my friends are going to seem like they suck because they're much younger than you are. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you were thinking. You know, um, I've definitely had the shoe on the other foot and I've definitely been the girlfriend to be like, <laughs> your friend sucks. Or, you know, or that particular friend sucks because of certain sus behavior. But, like, I would never tell somebody to, like, drop a friend. I kind of let them figure out that mm-hmm. that thing on their own. Like, even with, even with my own friends, like, I have one friend. I'm not going to say them by name because I love and respect them. But I have one friend who has a friend who at one point was so emotionally draining from all the drama and the bullshit like that they would burden them with in terms of like what's happening, stories, what should I do and blah, 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 all of that crap. And I'm like, yo, drop them, drop them. This episode of This Black Girl Podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is a super easy app that allows you to create, record, and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer, distribute it so it can be heard across multiple listening platforms, allows you to make money with no minimum listenership, and have everything you need all in one place. Plus, it is absolutely free. So to get started today, just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We were having some connection issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's actually just the, the podcast network or because I don't know what it is. My internet's good and everything's going well. So, but yeah, it, it I don't know. I don't know. Same thing on it. Yeah. But let's see if it works. Right, so I'm gonna pick up from where we left off. Um, just pretty much long story short, with with that other friend, I strongly suggested that they drop the friend. Mm-hmm. I believe they have because I haven't heard anything, but I can't say con- conclusively because you know it's not me, it's them and their life, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. And then, um, what were you at? I was gonna say like for me growing up um it was so hard for me to to cut people off and and I wouldn't say cut people off but I did have like I didn't like parting with people like even breakups I didn't like breakups I didn't like you know ending friendships I I just I love being positive so much that I shunned all kinds of negativity you know I just I I always thought there was a positive solution to to every situation 
And so even if a friend was kind of going down a bad path, I would, you know, look on the bright side, talk to that person, see what's going on. No, 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 no. And I was so just literally cupcakes and rainbows that it, you get to a point where it's unrealistic, you know? So I, I feel like now I'm just trigger happy. Like, oh, I chop, everyone getting chopped, you know, <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's just unrealistic to expect everyone to be um, perfect all the time or, or to overlook people's imperfections all the time, because then people, you know, they just start deceiving you you know and I did get to that point with some friends where I realized okay this friend is not genuine you know um you want to see and give them the benefit of the doubt all the time and see the positive side of everything but you realize that and you have to realize quick that not every friendly person is your friend you know and just because they're not doesn't mean they're honest you know so that's that well, I'm gonna, I was going to say, um, just kind of spinning off of that, definitely not every friend is your friend and you should be able to concern that. But my whole thing that kind of like stuck out at me was the fact of like when you feel like you're almost pretending or like hand-holding with a friendship. Like mm-hmm. if I can't talk to you properly, and I mean that, I mean in the sense that like if you're doing something out of pocket that violates personal boundaries, that shows concerns, that raises concerns that I have for you, or if I feel maybe you're making a poor decision and I just want to give you some friendly advice, mm-hmm. like if I can't if I can't give that to you, then we're not friends. Facts. You know, because like I should be able to to tell my friends. When you know something's a little sus, that mm-hmm. like you know that 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 ain't it, you know, and they shouldn't have to be able to hold it against me because of that. I agree. I'm, I'm the same exact way, and I I like being able to have that open communication with friends. You know, like when we talk, mm-hmm. when we have time. You know, if something's going on in your life, I, I a I want to be told if. I'm doing something that, you know, seems left, you know, if I, I think I'm doing something right and it's left, I want to be told the truth, you know, and I would expect yeah. to, to tell the truth and to, and to, to know the reality. I don't want to be out here thinking like, oh, okay, everything's gravy and other people are looking at me left, you know, and I've had friends where I've told them the truth. <laughs> And like, oh girl, we both had that for each side. Like you told, yes. you've been like, look, A, B, C, D, and I'm like, E, F, G, A, I. But I'm talking about. I was gonna say, I've had friends where I tell them the truth, and they just don't want to believe it, and to, and they don't see it, and I'm like, how can you not see it? You know, oh, yeah. it, it, and it, sometimes it's hard. You know, when when it's so hard. Like I've had friends where I had to let go because of that. Because I'm like. I cannot keep beating in the truth into your head and not have and not and not have you see the light. I can't I can't put flashlights in your eyeballs all day. Like I'm my arms getting tired. Gotta go. <laughs> you know? I I I've yep, I've definitely um I've definitely had friends where I've told it exactly like it is. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, look, this is not the look. This is not the wave. This is not, this is not the, the way you need to go. This is very left. All, all down this path is thorns, prickle, fire. Um, you know, locusts. <laughs> Um, charcoal, dust, everything. Right. And this side is greener pastures. And they're like, all right, I'll take the safety trail. And you're like, ah. <laughs> you're like, okay. You know. Gosh, like, it's been brutal. It's been brutal. But, like, ah, man, I don't know. Yeah, but I do like, I, I do like just when you have those friends when you can have that genuine honesty all the time because I like it at the same time I I, I will have friends that are like okay damn it I'm, I'm doing the wrong thing but I just need it you know and I and some days I get that yes. um, but I like having that transparency like I have I can honestly say all my girlfriends like I feel great talking to them you know we can have deep conversations about complicated issues deep conversations about plain crap you know and we can just joke about our life situation, you know? So I like that. Sometimes yeah, it can yeah. be light. Sometimes it can be deep. And, and, you know, when we catch up, it's, it's nice and it's fulfilling for us both, you know? So, and I have friends up to now that like we catch up once every couple months or once a month, you know, and it's not like an everyday thing. I'm okay with that. Like I'm right. so, to be honest, I prefer that in a sense because it's like, Hell, when we talk, you have plenty of shit on the list. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't even mind <laughs> it. You know, I don't mind. You know, we, we do our thing a couple days. Like regularly is great too. But I, I just don't mind it. I'm just so chill. Whatever it is, okay, it's cool. You know, whenever we can buck up and talk and, you know, just as long as it's genuine and we can tell the truth. And it's like, I just feel like, you know what? This is a friend that's here for us like uh, for a friendship you know it's not just someone who's calling me every time that shit hits the fan you know or only calling because oh I'm I'm freaking getting an oil change and I'm bored you know like you know it's like I, I like genuine friendships that we're actually talking about stuff like when me and you talk like it we know if something, something's going down like you know it's, it's gonna be good tea so I of course, when we talk, I feel, I usually feel, I feel quenched. I feel satisfied. Right? Like, exactly. It's like, okay, huh? You know? Okay, my pores are open. My pores are clear. Like, right? <laughs> you know, so. Oh my God. And it's nice. For sure. It's nice to have that. So, and definitely um, with friendships for me, even though uh, I'm, I'm older now and it's, taking they've taken a different role in my life it's it's still valuable and especially when I have friends that you know know my journey my life journey like where I'm coming from you know who I was before kids versus who I am after kids and now and in my 30s as a woman you know and it's it's really nice to to know friends from all those different phases because it's like you get the full backstory and it, there's, it creates a bond that is hard to, to change. And I have many friends. I feel like, to be honest, all the girlfriends I have right now have known me from like all those different phases. And it, it just makes you feel so much closer and it makes it more fulfilling, you know, the relationship. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of my friends definitely have seen like the good, bad and ugly when it comes to myself. 
and you know they still love and appreciate me just the same and it's funny enough because like I I came to a point where like before my current relationship I said to myself I probably said it to you mm-hmm. too um that I'm like the next person I'm dating like I want to have a relationship with them like I have with my girlfriend because me and my girlfriends we talk about anything and everything that we keep it a thousand you know we have you know we have a good time everything is great so I like a part of me was like why can't I have like a person in my life who I have like a, a relationship like my girlfriend but then I can also have sex with them you know? <laughs> yes I remember you saying that <laughs> you know it's real so it's at a point where I, I want to say I can confidently say that now mm-hmm. because, because like obviously because the nature of the relationship is a bit different and like you know they're a man I'm not going to talk to them about certain things I would talk to my girlfriends mm-hmm. with like obviously you want to have a little bit of a difference and obviously the difference varies based off of like what we're interested versus what he's interested in mm-hmm. but um I definitely feel like my friendships have molded like what I value in relationships mm-hmm. for sure like more intimate relationships I should say mm-hmm. and I get that and it and it's and it goes to say something when you when you even make that distinction because it shows that it's true like a lot of times when we're in relationships we don't see it as the same as our friendships you know when you're in a relationship with your man you don't see and and not in the sense that you're treating your friend the way you treat a man but do you treat your man the way you treat your friends you know so it's interesting like you know how and I think back like how where boyfriend like just like a friend I've never really done that like I've never um been in a relationship where you know I a group of friends and I you know me and my boyfriend and a bunch of friends are all out and big crowds and you know going out and stuff like that I've always been like very one-on-one with my boyfriend or I've been with my boyfriend's friends in his crowd you know kind of hanging out so I, yeah. that is an interesting concept to, you know, have a boyfriend that is just like a friend, you know, that is more, you know, the relationship's more open and more like, I, I could see that being so comfortable and so just freeing in a way, you know, where you feel like you can be <laughs> and more, you know, with this person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, girl. We had... So, I don't know, we had the most weirdest conversation before you and I jumped on and started talking. Mm-hmm. That, like, <laughs> I am umbara <laughs> to repeat it. <laughs> like, that's how bad it is. Don't kill me. Because, like, because no, it was just stupid. It was just a stupid conversation just to be silly. And we spent, like, a good 50 minutes laughing about it. Mm-hmm. But... At the same time, I didn't feel like with with him in that sense. I didn't feel awkward about it. I didn't feel embarrassed. I knew it was stupid as fuck, but we were both just 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 vibing, you know. Mm. 
And I feel like that's super important with like any of your friendships that like when you're interacting with with the other person, whether it's like a boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend, whoever, that you know, you guys match vibes and you guys kind of match that energy. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now you're you go and bring up this damn conversation. You didn't even tell us what it's about now. <laughs> Oh, and I never will. I, and I never will. will. I know you will. <laughs> I'm like, now you got all our damn listeners wondering what in the hell is this girl talking about? <laughs> and I never will. I never will. It's stupid as hell. I never will. <laughs> but um, have you, okay, have you had, because uh, we're talking about relationships, friendships, all of that. And we already talked about have you had partners that dislike your friends? Have you had moments where friends dislike your partner? Mm, to be honest, yes, I've had um, I have had that. I have had friends dislike my partner. Um, and that's just weird, you know. It, it, it's so awkward when that happens. But um, I have had that. And at that point, I've even been in in the position as well, disliking a friend's partner. Um, But for me personally, when I dislike a friend's partner, I always just keep it 100 with my, you know, like I'll be like, you know what? I don't like him, but this is your choice. So I'm not getting involved. Like you're a grown woman. I don't like him, but I will... I will be on standby here. I will be cordial, whatever, but I'm not, you know, I'm not singing nobody's praises because we're all adults at this point. You know what I mean? You're going to make your choices you're going to make. So I don't like to be an added stress, especially if I feel like my friend might be in danger because this person's not, you know, treating her good or whatever. I don't want to alienate that friend. You know, I don't want to make this person now a wedge between us you know so I've been in those shoes before and I I just kind of stand my ground and just you know let her know I'm I'm still here for you I I don't like this person but I will fake it till I make it (laughs) you know and just hope for that I mean I definitely I've definitely been that friend I've definitely been that friend where like um like my friends have not liked my partner and you know just either their attitude their demeanor and I've definitely had multiple partners where like I've dated somebody my friends didn't like me I dated somebody else they didn't like them either (laughs) you know um and it definitely is awkward like when they bring it up and they're like oh I don't really like him or that person's kind of this or whatever and I'm like mm-hmm. and then they they give me the same the same talk that you get that you give where you're like but you're your own person and you can make your own decisions <laughs> so like I cringe because I'm like I've definitely been that person I've definitely been that friend um do I like it? No. Were they right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't. I don't necessarily think that like everybody has to sit around a campfire and be kumbaya. Mm-hmm. But I do value and care um, 
and appreciate the fact that like if I can invite my different friends from different walks of life and have my partner in the same room now that for the most part everybody gets along and that there's no there's there's it's it's all just good vibes you know and that's really reassuring for me at least Mm -hmm. yeah for me so Mm -hmm. you had jogged my memory about um Mm -hmm. (laughs) the fact that i haven't even dated many guys like me being a serial dater like i've only dated a handful of guys and yeah I feel like, damn it, I need to date. I need to date more. Like, oh, honestly, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I've been so exclusive in my life. And it's like, it's annoying now because I feel, I feel like I haven't tried. In, Can I be honest? Yeah. But what? I hate dating. Oh God, I believe that. I believe that. I hate it. I hate it. I rebuke it. Like even, even for example, meeting new friends. Mm-hmm. I've made, I've made um, a few new friends this year. I want to say one friend and three acquaintances, just because of association. Mm-hmm. But like, I met one new friend this year, and I'm super happy about it because kind of even talking about what we're talking about, like this person, they're not fake. Um, they're not fake. Keeps it a hundred. Tells me what I what I don't want to hear sometimes. You know, doesn't dress up certain things, and it's like definitely very blunt and like they say what they mean and they mean what they say. And like you know, you've met them. You've definitely met them. Um, so like I've had them around my friends. I've had them around my around um you know my partner they've had me around their family their part like we've definitely intermingled in terms of livelihoods and i've bonded with this person i i don't know if it's because of quarantine and covid but like i've definitely bonded with this person a lot quicker than i have with most friendships but I think it also helps because we're so grown that the same vibe that you have and that we have is like if we don't hear from each other for like maybe up to a week it's fine Mm -hmm. you know like nobody's crying like maybe once in a while we'll call each other and be like hey just checking in on you hey what's up blah 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 but like if we see activity in the group chat we know each other is alive so we're okay right right And I don't know, maybe that's just like how grown folks get along with people and how grown folks kind of, you know, but it's nice. It's different. But aside from that, I hate dating. I hate dating. I hate meeting new people. I hate all of it. So that's kind of where I was going. Like, I haven't dated anybody a lot, period, in my life. But I feel like for me, I need to date because... As much as I don't like it because of the modern day dating cycle, it's, it's really online and it's like freaking, I feel like it's like dating fast food roulette with, with these people, you know? So I, I don't, I don't like the way it's yeah. done these days. Like, to be honest, I would only really 
consider people if you know you come up and approach me in person I think that's you know that's old-fashioned now which is crazy but um I hate online dating like I've 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 tried it very very vaguely like a while back and um I didn't even meet anybody face to face because it was so just it was pathetic it was real I couldn't do it I just couldn't do it so I mean the young people who literally are generations that are introduced to dating via online dating you know that's crazy to me you know um but for me mm I mean no I was gonna say I've done it I've definitely done it do I like it not really Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely a mixed bag. My whole thing is, again, kind of like because there's that lack of communication. Like, um, and because people aren't always looking out for your best interests, they're self-serving. That, you know, online dating is never a fun time because it's like, is a person just saying what they, what you think or what they think they want you want to hear or what you want to hear to you know get in your pants are they saying what they like you know are they trying to just using you to has a right, means exactly. to an end you know exactly I had one like it's a war out here <laughs> like she'd be like the dating scene is a war out here it's a war zone and we used to laugh so hard because she was like, God, you get ready, you get, you, you put yourself together, you go out there, it blows up in your face. Like, it's just like, it was just a struggle. I felt so horrible hearing yeah. all the stories, but yeah. it's true. It, it really is true. I can only imagine. Like, I didn't even leave my house because I just had no um, faith in the people I was talking to. Some of them just say the dumbest things and, ugh. Yeah. And then online, it's people that would yeah. never have the balls to approach you, you know, in real life. But they get to get a pass because it's online. They can hide behind the computer and say whatever. Anyway, so it's just, ugh. I'm just, I'm scared of playing the roulette. But why I say I need to do it is because I've just been such a serial dater in my life. Um, I don't really enjoy juggling guys and, you know, dating different people. But I need to do it because instead of dating, Mm -hmm. you know, who's in front of me, I need to compare, you know, it, it is in one way good to, to date like that because you at least get to see, okay, you know, I'm not interested in so-and-so. You don't need to just kind of just date. You know, I don't, I don't mean like, it's not like I date the first guy that talks to me, but like, if I like someone, I will give them a chance, right? But being more casual right. is more what I mean. Instead of, you know, right. I, I should be casually dating more is what I'm saying, like, date a few guys kind of see figure out who I like kind of thing but I have like I've just been in relationship after relationship after relationship so I, I kind of deserve that time to casual date a little bit I just don't like that you know we have to... yeah I just don't like I don't like the idea of of just freaking online dating though that's just like ugh, I can't stand <laughs> well here's my thing I I was gonna say like the most guys I guess I've dated in one I guess I, I have to call it in one city <laughs> um was three mm-hmm. three, three different guys at once and I hated it it was too much <laughs> it was too much it was too much like 
I know I have friends that manage to do this on a regular basis who will date like two to three guys and I'm like, how? <laughs> how? How? I'm, I'm, I'm emotionally exhausted after just one, let alone two to three. But when you say dating, like, do you mean as in you, you, you guys are in an open relationship or like casually dating multiple? Like we were dating regular, semi-regularly, but um, uh, semi-regularly, but we weren't exclusive. Oh, I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so like that's kind of where that's been. Mm-hmm. But like, I I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Just the thought of it. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Yeah, I could imagine that being exhausting at this age. But, um, oh my god, at this age for sure. I rebuke it. I just hope that it's funny because you hope that as you get older, you know, that the roster of men will become better. But as you're aging, these baskets are all aging too. Okay. <laughs> So it's just you gotta meet different people and put yourself in as well in different kind of um, environments as well. But do you have um, a few girlfriends that are single and you know no kids? Oh yeah, I have girl. I have the plethora. I have okay. I have girlfriends that are um, that are single. I have girlfriends who are dating more than one people. I have girlfriends that are dating nobody and have no interest in dating anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I have girlfriends that are in long-standing committed relationships with and without kids. Um, I've, I, girl, I have a whole sprinkle of variety. So it's like, I, have a, I guess I have a taste of everyone in that kind of sense. But um, my whole thing, I don't know. I feel like, I don't even know where I was going with this. I'm just saying I have a whole variety of friends. They all are in different statuses of relationships and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, the only person that I hear with semi-regular drama is the friend that is dating multiple people. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah. But I was going to say, like, so, my, so. my girlfriends that are single and um, looking to mingle, or not necessarily looking, but I do find that there are a lot of women that are, you know, successful women who've done so much for themselves and, um, you know, and in our 30s and may not have found Mr. Right, you know? And there's always that, like, pressure to, to find a good person. Like, even my mom said to me the other day, like, don't worry, you'll find someone, you know, after talking about, like, another person that she saw online who's net married now. And and I was like, oh, good, good for them. Like, yeah. don't worry, you'll be next. And I'm thinking, like, excuse me? Who's sitting pining? No one's... <laughs> yeah, no I was going to say. Like, you know, so... Even though I said, you know, casual dating would be something I would try eventually. I'm not, I'm definitely not looking for that right now. Like I am so not in the mind state of, you know, to catch a a D. (laughs) 
I, I will say, um, it's, which is the title of this um, Netflix special that's on right now. It's so it's so X rated. So if you want X rated jokes, catch that on Netflix. But I'm not. I'm just not in that mode. Yeah, I'm just not in that mode right now. Um, but I do have some girlfriends that are right, and I, I just find that dating at, at in your 30s is so different than obviously dating in your 20s you know majority of people have kids um a lot of people have divorces or you know other things going on in their life so it's it's just a whole new world for me like since I've tried it but um I still like the idea that you know it's not the end for anybody you know just being 30 like people are finding love at every age and it's still a, a beautiful thing well, and that's for sure. That's for sure. But like, not everybody's. I don't know. It's weird because, like, I feel like I feel like for the most part, people are looking for love or looking for that life partner. But I do have a chunk of friends who are more concerned about like securing themselves because I guess their view or their bar of men have been so low that it's like I can't depend on a guy to do certain to provide certain comforts for me so i my focus is to look at those comforts for myself which is fair which that, it's valid god bless the child who has their own that is the way to do it if, right amen amen but i also have friends that, that look to a partner to provide mm. like that will say like Oh, I'm dating this guy, but he can't even pay my my he can't even pay my um my car, or he's not looking for for a place for us to live. And I'm like, bitch, are you looking for a place for you to live? What do you mean? Right. And like, you know, like no shade, no tea, no shade. But it's like my whole thing is, if if you're looking, like, you can't sit down and have these expectations for a man to do for you especially if you're not doing them for yourself like it'd be different if you're doing it for yourself and the man stepped up and said hey baby don't worry I got you I'm gonna I'm a do this and organize this and do certain things and you're like oh well okay sure but like if you're not even doing it for yourself but you're expecting somebody to come out of nowhere and do it for you like mm-hmm. that just is a red flag for me that shows that you're not ready for a proper relationship Right, and that you just don't have the right outlook on life because you're not gonna get ahead depending on another person, and it's just nine. It, right, and it, and the reality is, a lot of times we're taught that you know, oh, you, you you get in life, you find a partner, you guys work together, you get a house, you get a this, you get a that, and that model doesn't work anymore, you know, and it's and it's sad when you're the last yeah. to figure that out. It's not. That is not the model for life anymore. A majority of the time, you know, relationships aren't lasting as long as they used to. Marriages aren't lasting as long as they used to. So that model is almost like, you know, you you go to school, get a good job, make your bag, and then hopefully meet somebody, you know, hopefully buy, even buy your own house if you can, you know, and then meet somebody and then yeah. you two and two can hopefully, you know, when you guys come together, you both have something to bring to the table, you know? So um, definitely agree with that because having your own is so important so important because men these days i feel like men these days want to be taken care of men these days want to come and and live at your house and put their feet up okay a lot of them right so 
Definitely. No, for sure. But but you but but going back to what you said, meet, like having your own and then meeting somebody who can also like you know give you your own or provide for you, provide with you, not for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Like like do do you want somebody in, like like um I don't know Beyonce used to saying upgrade you. Let me upgrade you. You want somebody to upgrade you? Sure. Yeah, of course. But at the same time, if if I'm paying my, my if I'm paying my rent or I'm paying my mortgage to live somewhere, and somebody comes into the picture and says, "Hey, you know what? Don't worry. Let me pay the rent or mortgage this month." I'm not gonna say no, but I also know I have my my mortgage or rent payment if it doesn't go that way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And that's where I feel like people's mindset should be like if you want to cohabitate and do you know cooperative banking and whatnot that's fine but the question needs to be asked if all of that was being taken away would you be able to afford your life by yourself and if the answer is no then like you need to reevaluate what you're doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and like maybe you shouldn't like you shouldn't be you know, sitting around hoping for somebody to come pluck you out of, you know, whatever life you're in and put you into something that you're not because once you get accustomed to a life that you can't sustain, oof, that's just anxiety written all over it. Right. And it goes into what I mentioned, I think, in one of our previous podcasts that like a relationship, people think it's 50 50, but I think it should be 200%. You know, I get myself 100% ready for my life, 100% ready financially, emotionally, you know, physically, whatever. Like, it shouldn't be two people who are half 50-50, like two half people coming together. It should be two 100% stable people coming together to make 200%. So they're even more ready than they need to be, you know, for the next steps and what they're doing. So definitely like you don't want to be depending or thinking or waiting for a hero to come because nine times out of ten it will be someone that disappoints you right not every relationship works out so and and right absolutely and us women we want to believe in a man you know and i've been there where you know something's not working out but you want to believe in them and you know that they have it in them and blah, blah 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 but nine times out of ten it's just when someone shows you who they are, believe them, you know, believe them the first time, you know, and I would definitely say that if you're a young 20 something, you know, dating that guy that just can't get his shit together, honey, boo boo, it ain't going to get together, you know, tell him to come back when it's together, you know, cause it's not your job the man to be a doctor, a psychiatrist, a lawyer and a friggin' lie detector for a man. You're not, that's not your job. Uh, you know gotta wake up and on that note though we should be wrapping up I gotta go and do some wrapping up (laughs) you're so funny but yes we will wrap it up this was an extra long extra juicy episode Mm -hmm. Um, we will definitely be back again we're gonna bring in the new year with our listeners we love you guys yes I definitely want to ring in the new year and um, we'll say our uh, our hopes and wishes for the new year. <laughs> Absolutely. 
All right. So for uh, all right. So mm-hmm. I was gonna say, have a good night. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. And again, I am Miss Hill Diva with my lovely co-host, and I'm your girl Lola. Mm-hmm. And this is this black girl. And podcast. this is. Amen. All right. Well, bye. Bye.